You are listening to the regular version of Sexy Marriage Radio, smrnation.com. Well, right out of the gates here at Sexy Marriage Radio this week, um, we got to just get right out ahead of this thing because uh, if anybody's planning to come to the Sexy Marriage Radio getaway, they've yet to register. The deadline for the early bird rate goes away April 15th at the end of the day. Friday. So that's coming right up. Yeah. <laughs> at the at the time this is airing, um, head over. Sign to, up soon. Sign head up over soon. to smrnation.com forward slash getaway if you want to come join us in Indy. We hope you will because it's going to be a fantastic four days together. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to it. Um, where it truly is a getaway. Mm-hmm. And so to all of you that are coming, there'll be more details coming out over the coming weeks about what to expect. Um, insider information. You know, set it all up that way. But mm-hmm. come join us because it's a fun time to be getting away with your spouse and with a whole bunch of other couples. Mm-hmm. Because the whole weekend is really geared towards your spouse, but you get to share it with the experience with other people. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a it's a very, very cool time together. Mm-hmm. Well, this is Sexy Marriage Radio, where each and every week we spend some time going where you want to go and talking about what's on your mind and you help frame the conversations and you help add to the conversations because you know what Pam people call in each and every week or they email us and so call us at 214-702-9565 yeah yeah we have a lot of follow-ups I mean that was what a lot of last week was right follow-ups to prior shows it was and we've got more in the queue Mm -hmm. uh, in the weeks to come that are wrapping up even last week's show, we've got follow-up to follow-ups. Ah, and, <laughs> good. But it's it's great to have conversations that other people are adding their their take, their perspective, because that's the one thing that's rung true over the 10 years of doing this show mm-hmm. and the three and a half with you mm-hmm. on, on the air, um, is our experiences aren't unique, although they're unique. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> if, that's, if, if that makes sense. And if you listen to SMR any length of time, you'll know what we're talking about with that, mm-hmm. that that there's a lot of similarities in the routes and the issues that we all face. And so we want people to, to be a part of helping each other be better. Yeah. And the way you can do that is just let us know what's on your mind. So feedback at sexymarriageradio.com or 214-702-9565 is the voicemail line. Also, please jump on iTunes, Spotify, Audible, however you listen Thanks for listening, by the way. Yes. Uh, but also rate and review the show. Leave a comment. Help spread the word that married sex is the hotbed for sex. Well, coming up on today's regular free version of Sexy Marriage Radio, um, we're going to dive into a topic that we've touched on in the past, mm-hmm. and it's worth exploring more. But we need to at least get out ahead of a couple of things. Mm, okay. And one would be... Um, this is an issue when you're talking about BDSM and kink. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of information out there that is kind of dicey to try to explore. Mm-hmm. Right? If you were to type that into Google, you don't know where that rabbit trail is going to go. Right. And we get a lot of calls and emails. Right. This is something asking. that has been asked of and addressed in the past, but we come at it, I come at it from a clinical perspective, mm-hmm. not from personal experience. And so what we've done is found a couple, Tornis and, and Smarty mm-hmm. Pants, that this is what they teach. Mm-hmm. This is this is what they have done for years. Tornis has done this for two, two or three decades of teaching BDSM and kink. Wow, that's a long time. Okay. And so this is a couple that's coming on board 
to help people that are interested in learning more. Okay. That's where we're heading today. All right. So it's a safe place for it for those that are interested. Absolutely is. But it also is an adult topic Mm -hmm. that is not something that's talked about a lot. And so we're just giving a fair warning ahead of time. Yeah. That if you listen to SMR with kids in the the car, heads up. Yeah. Duly noted. Thank you very much. And none of the extended content today, which is deeper, longer, and there are no ads. You can subscribe at smrnation.com forward slash smracademy. We continued the conversation because the, the regular version is more kind of the 101. How do you get into this? What's some of the first logical steps? The extended content, we go into the idea of what's, the, what's their personal journey okay. into this? Okay. How do they get into this? And plus, they give away some tips of... Here's some of the paraphernalia that's often advertised as this is an easy way to start. And they say, no, here's better ways to do this. So it's some insider information that's really pretty good. I was like taking notes while while this section was going on. So like, this is really good information. Yeah. (laughs) So all that's coming up on today's show. Well, if the uh, pre-show conversations I've had with our couple is anything to say with what's going to happen with today's show, uh, I'm excited where this is going to go. So I'm going to, I get a chance to welcome Tornus and Smarty Pants um, to the show today. And it's so great to hear you guys, see you guys and meet you guys. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Glad to be here. And we'll, we'll kind of let the names just hang, hang out there. Cause Smarty Pants, I mean, come on, that's, that, that can be applicable to a lot of different things. Um, but, yep. but but the reason the reason I'm, I, we've hooked up with you guys is uh, to enter into the world of kink, BDSM. I mean, just some of the other things that in some regards are kind of on the edges, but there's mm-hmm. also a whole community out there of, of, of participating, practicing. And so what I'm hoping to have you guys help us do is give us a crash course of a beginner's guide. And I think t- to start off, um, we got to start doing some definitions. <laughs> of, of what do some of these things mean? Because I think if you get into the ne- nuances of it, the words can mean the same, but they don't. And they mean different things to different people too. So absolutely. Mm-hmm. So so if you were to educate somebody like myself, let's go. Let's. I'll, I will be the audience of the Sexy Marriage Radio Nation in this conversation, hopefully. Um, and I will. I wanted to venture into the world that you guys teach as professionals and help equip other people. Um, what are some of the things I need to know entering into this? I would say maybe the first thing I would start with is just let go of some preconceptions, right? Just if you're going to start having sex for the first time, there's probably a lot more to sex than you think mm-hmm. and a lot more flexibility. This can be what you want it to be. I think a lot of people come in thinking, if I'm going to be kinky, if I'm going to do kink stuff, I have to do it this way. I have to do all of these things the way other people mm-hmm. do them. And this is something that you and your partner want. This is just, again, like sex, use your words a lot, think about what you want, communicate about what the two of you want, and however works for the two of you is the right way. Okay. So give me, let's, is there a definition of the, like, do we need to separate out kink and then the aspects of BDSM and then any other nuances too? So BDSM stands for bondage, discipline, dominant submission and sadism and masochism. So like that's where the, the initials come from. Right. Um, and it's personally, I prefer the term kink. It's more general. Um, it's more flexible because BDSM as a general concept and the term kink basically mean the same thing. But when you break down the specific words, 
it it's a little bit more limiting. Um, okay. You know, you might not specifically like bondage or dominance and submission or any of the other words that are specifically called out in there, but what you do is still kinky. So I personally, I like the term kink okay. as a general one. And, and does kink in, in my, in my understanding, kink would be something that's beyond this non-normative, if you will. Right. Of just like what a normal couple and a normal day-to-day aspect of a marriage would be doing. That's like a little outside that circle. Am I wrong with that framing? I think that's right. I would say maybe kink is more likely to have some kind of power exchange where someone has some element of power over another person, some element of greater intensity, but like sex, you know, what is adventuresome sex? Is adventuresome sex dressing up in costumes and having a script and doing a bunch of role play or is adventurous sex living lights on? (laughs) Yes. Yep. Depending on the people. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so there's a lot of, I think, there are lots of people, what they consider normal sex in quotes, has kink elements in it. Um, lots of people have done, like experimented it a, a bit with um, restraining somebody, tying somebody up, maybe holding their hands down just like for a couple seconds during play, or they've toyed with the idea of wax play. Um and they don't think of themselves as kinky and they don't even necessarily think of those as kinky. Um, but so it's kind of what you define as normal and, and it's really flexible for some people, even trying sex doggy style is kinky and different. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's really what works for you and your partner. Okay. And so obviously then you're describing, this is an aspect that um, everybody has layers of this. <laughs> right D- depending on where they are um mm-hmm. and and depending on how they've grown because in some regards we all start venturing into this world that's uh going to be anxiety producing or a little bit unknown or novel or or um even flat out possibly what i could deem as weird mm-hmm. but then yeah. i but then i grow into it and it's like you know what i actually kind of really like that i use the example of when you first you know as a kid when you first started the idea of french kissing Typically, we're like, that sounds disgusting, right? And then it's like, no, 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 I love it. And then we can go even further with, well, the first time you hear about oral sex, it's like, you want me to put my mouth where? Oh, no, I'm. other things happen there. I'm not, I'm, I'm not getting anywhere near that. And then we kind of grow into, yeah, I kind of like this. Let's do this a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. So there's an element of this that we grow into. But for what you guys specifically teach, what are some of the reticence that you hear from people when you when they're coming to a class, what are, how do you, what are some of the first things you hear for the, for the new newcomers? Go for it. I think one thing we get a lot is, is there something wrong with me? Like if I want my partner to tie me up, like, does that mean there's something wrong? Like, does that mean they don't respect me? Like if I want to hurt someone, does that mean I'm a bad person? Like, does that mean I'm about to become a serial killer? (laughs) Why do I want this? Right. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of shame around people's in, internal fantasies. Um, a lot of, you know, some people like what we call is rape play, where you are consensually sort of acting out. Um, we call it consensual non-consent. Right. And there's a lot of shame and fear. Like, why do I like that? Is there something wrong with me that I like experiencing that as the person being quote, attacked or Mm -hmm. being the one doing it. Um, And 
I think a, a, the key difference is consent. Like whatever, whatever you're doing, whatever it is you want to do, however unusual or weird or different it feels, if you have consent from the people you're doing it with, it's okay. And it has to be real consent. You right. Know, and there's pieces of that um, that probably we can go into some other time, but it, consent is the key difference. Okay. Um, I think another common thing we hear is people don't know where to start. Right. Like, um, how, how do I even, like, I'm interested in this and where's the on-ramp to this? What's the first step? And, and that can be a big barrier for a lot of folks as well. Okay. So, so what are, let, let's kind of go with that one then, Smarty Pants. How, what are the on-ramps? I'd say a, a big one we talk a lot about is figuring out what you like. Okay. Um, so okay. spend some time thinking, spend some time examining what your fantasies are. If you masturbate, like, what do you think about when you masturbate? What do you think about when you have sex with your partner? Um, what are the things that turn you on? And so like, first it's just doing some self-exploration, I think, and seeing what are the things that you might be interested in exploring with somebody else if it were safe and consensual to do so. Okay. One of the things we tell beginners a lot is it's very easy to focus on the what. So like I saw a movie and there was this really hot sex scene and it really turned me on and there was rope and there was this person who was kind of a terrible human being and there was this really sort of gross ethical situation, but it was hot. Right. And maybe unpack that instead of like, I need rope and a terrible human being and some bad things to happen. Maybe what I really want is someone else is making all the choices so I don't have to decide anything. Maybe that's the actual hotness. Okay. So unpack it a bit and see not like what happened, but why right. was that hot? What was right. the dynamic that you want to have with your partner? Right. And look at the meanings you've attached to it or yeah, what some exactly. of those things signify that you're describing yeah. and how then mm-hmm. that correlates into a safer, a safer way to explore that is what you're describing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Pam, our sponsor today is a company that's near and dear to our hearts. Yes, they are. Hello Fresh, because they've been in our home for many, many months now. Mm-hmm. And they've taken a lot of the burden and angst that would come around mealtime, more specifically, what are we going to eat, mm-hmm. and variety being on display mm-hmm. in the Allen household. They've taken that and made it so easy because HelloFresh provides everything we need right at our doorstep. They've opened up your palate. <laughs> They really have. And what's so much fun is we do this all together as we're creating the meals. Yeah. uh, Because it comes in, it's all pre-measured. It's exactly what you need. You get to pick from, usually around 14 different recipes Mm -hmm. each week. You pick and select which ones you want Mm -hmm. that fit. You can add some add-ons like some garlic bread or some extra protein or Mm -hmm. some desserts, even if you want to, to make it even easier. Yep. But what the fun thing is, is the way it's come out in our household is oftentimes the party has already begun when you are walking in because the cooking is starting. Kids may be involved. Yeah, you guys are already chopping up veggies and whatever. You come join in and then we have a meal together as a family. And then every single meal we rate them. We do. As a family. And Mm -hmm. only one for each of the kids has rated below like a seven. And that was just because they didn't like the the actual 
entree, not the taste of it. It was so good. They just didn't like what it was we we chose that week. Because they're kids. <laughs> Most of them are like all nines and tens. Right. So HelloFresh is convenient. It's contact-free delivery right to your door. The recipes are easy to follow. They give you pictures to guide you all along the way. They take the stress out of everything you need to do each and every week to feed your family. With HelloFresh, we are proud to have them as a regular sponsor right now. So maybe you want to join the party too with your family. So you can do so by going to HelloFresh.com slash SMR16 and use the code SMR16 and get up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Wow, that's a deal. That's right. Take advantage of this opportunity. Go to HelloFresh.com slash SMR16. Use our code SMR16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. The Sex and Marriage Radio Academy is a private community of people perfecting the art of a passionate marriage. It's your opportunity to fully experience the fact that the best sex happens in the marriage bed. Not only that, you get to discover that being in a community makes a better life as well. The Academy is a private space for listeners and readers of Sexy Marriage Radio, a place to connect with others about life, relationships, and marriage. You'll find people that come together to meet, support one another, and get answers to burning questions, learn from experts, participate in growth challenges, and more. Marriage can be hard. Don't go at it alone. You pick the level of access. Go to smrnation.com forward slash Academy to join today. And one of the things that you guys are pointing out and I've always uh, referred to the people that I've worked with in the past that um, have have had this incorporated into their lives to varying degrees, some way, way into the culture and some just kind of dabbling and exploring, but it's a regular occurrence enough that their, their level of, of communication between each other in this particular arena oftentimes is very, very clear and concise. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what you're describing, because consent comes from that. Right. That, mm-hmm. that, that's kind of the idea of the safe word, right? Of mm-hmm. you need to have some established things in play and already set. So that way, each of you have created the way to maintain power, even if you're asking to be overpowered. Yes. Yes. Because that's a dynamic that's going to be definitely fraught with possible outcomes that aren't helpful, helpful for either one of you. And a lot of like you mentioned, the idea of a safe word. Um, so for those who aren't familiar, a safe word is basically a word that you agree on ahead of time mm-hmm. um, that everybody involved agrees on that if you say that word, everything stops. Right. Um, so some people, um, you know, will pick words like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. We often use safe word as okay. our safe word. <laughs> okay. A lot of people do or read. Yeah like yeah. a stoplight or a traffic system. Yeah, you don't have but, to make it harder than it has to be necessarily. Right. <laughs> and and even better than that, like an, a better starting point is using what we call plain old English or even POE, where okay. you're, you say, stop, I don't like that. And the person stops and you talk about it. Okay. Um, now, when you do get into situations which are more advanced, where you're kind of playing with the concept of non-consent, that's where it gets more challenging. And that is that is more edge play, mm-hmm. is what we call it. So starting with the using words, getting comfortable with words, um, like both people spending time figuring out what they like and, you know, and not necessarily trying to do, as Torna said, the, the big perfect scene, but just I'm going to try with this little piece of it. And the two of you practice sharing, try to let go of judgment 
and just hear what the other person likes okay. and use things like reflective listening going. So what I hear you saying is you really like the idea of giving up control. Like you've had a long day at work, you're exhausted, you've been making decisions all day. And when we do this, you don't want to have to make any decisions. Is that right? And the person goes, yes, I really like that idea. Hopefully, okay. or no, that's not quite what I'm getting at. Um, and so practice, starting with just words and practicing communication around it mm -hmm. is, is really critical. No, I, I can see that because what you guys are also, I'm, I'm hearing you keep coming back to is a lot of this is um, doing a lot of my heavy lifting for myself before I do it with yeah. my relationship. Right. Because mm -hmm. can't we all too often fall into this trap of, um, well, I want something, I've got something I want to try out. Now you figure it out for me, honey. Mm, yeah. <laughs> right. right? Yeah. Which I think we do that in all areas uh, for sure during sex. Cause that's that whole, you're supposed mm. to read my mind. You know, we're supposed to be of one mind or whatever fa fantasy or expectation I've brought into this thing. And so being able to really examine what does this mean to me? What would I like to really explore? And Tornus, mm -hmm. I like what you made the comment earlier of um, whatever the fantasy or the role play or the interaction I want to actually have happen. There's a deeper meaning I'm really probably trying to seek out within it. <laughs> which might open up other ways I could find that too. You talked earlier about shame and that's the way we see a lot of people get in trouble is a lot of people bring shame to this. Okay. And if you're ashamed of something, it can be very hard to talk about it. Mm -hmm. It can be very tempting to be like, I can't say that I want this, but if I just start doing it, maybe we don't have to talk about it. Mm -hmm. You know, again, the same thing can happen with sex, but the stakes <laughs> are potentially higher with kink. Right. You know, that that sure. never works out well. And if you're like, well, if we don't talk about it, we don't have to confront this. Good luck with okay. that. Okay. So tell me if this lands with you guys, because this is one of those things, um, quick little detour that I think comes back to what we're talking about. Of One of the things I heard in a, a show years ago was a comment of the guy that, what the best sex education he ever got as a teenager was somebody telling him, if you can't talk about that aspect of your life with the person you want to do it with, you're not ready to do it. Yes. Wouldn't this apply with this? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's a great piece of advice. The reality is most of us don't yep. actually follow that, but it's a solid piece of advice. Of course it's tricky. You know, hands up everyone who has no shame about sex oh, whatsoever. Right. Can see, <laughs> right. It's appropriate to have some of that. It's appropriate to have, you know, some amount of growth work. No, but absolutely. If you're super ashamed of this, if you're unable to talk about it, maybe fix that before you start doing it. I, I love it. And, and that's kind of where one of the things I wrote down to kind of bring into this is that's where we differentiate the difference between um, awkwardness or some anxiety mm -hmm. surrounding a conversation or an act versus actual shame and yeah. guilt. I think those are different. Yeah. yeah. So I had a really smart thing once. We were teaching a class and we were looking to rent a space. So we were talking to a guy who runs a yoga studio to see if we could use his yoga studio. And you know, he runs a yoga studio. He does kids yoga classes there. It's in a kind of very spiritual space. And he's like, man, I don't know. Like, I need to go think about this. I'll have some questions for you. And he came back afterwards. He was like, actually, I've decided I just have one question. Do you feel clean about what you do? Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really smart. Like, do you feel clean about the thing you want to do? Mm -hmm. Even if you've got some baggage around the edges, mm -hmm. or is it like, oh, this is a bad thing that I want to do? 
Now that that's good because I think that's helping let people be empowered to explore some of the edges to then land. Where do I really mm. fit? Where do I really, where am I whole or where is it really coming from goodness rather than mm-hmm. some other aspects that's like, yeah, that's some stuff that probably needs to be explored a little more then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And another thing that we do in our, I think it's in our very first class, the first of the bondage for beginners series is an exercise around saying no. Okay. Um, particularly people, particularly a lot of women um, are really, it's a hard thing for them to say no. And that is, especially if you're under, if, if you're feeling pressured, if you like, oh, that my partner really, really wants this. Um, and it happens with men too. It's, it's mm-hmm. certainly not mm-hmm. only among women. But we actually have an exercise where we practice saying no. Um, And in more advanced classes, we practice asking questions that invite a no. Okay. So rather than, hey, you want to go on a date tonight, don't you? It's, I would like to go on a date with you tonight. Let me know if you'd like that. Okay. So, so both stepping up again, it goes back to communication, mm-hmm. being comfortable with saying, I don't like that. I'm not judging you for having that, mm-hmm. that kink or that desire, or that interest, but I'm not comfortable with that. Right. Or, and lots of people have also experienced trauma. And so being able to say, that's a really hard one for me. And it brings up lots of feelings. I don't want to do that. Or even in the moment. And that's right. Like wear your nose and learn how to say no. Um, that's another really important skill. So much of this comes down to language. It sounds and, like it. I mean, and, 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 you, and talking about it. It's like, wow, y'all have been talking about kink for how long? And, and we're still just talking about talking. Yeah. What, where's the fun stuff? <laughs> yeah, but I think that's so important because what you're describing here is this idea of how do I separate out a relational indictment if you will because one person doesn't want to go on the date therefore everything's bad versus no i wanted to and that's okay my want to do that is okay mm-hmm. they yeah. didn't want to join me so you know what if i had a particular restaurant i was really looking forward to eating at and they didn't want to join me i could still go eat at that restaurant if i wanted to i mean right. that's that's kind of the separateness of who we are as individuals in our own power yes okay i i, I think that's good so if we if if you are getting into a little bit deeper after they've talked through this and, and they've kind of got some of the vernacular down um, some of the more meanings that they've attached, are there ways that it can, you can dip into it further with practice some different things, try some different things out on your own. Is it best to be coached? Um, what, what is the next step? If you're talking about smarty pants, we're just talking about talking here. Now let's talk about doing here for a moment. Mm-hmm. I think one thing I tell people is you can start very, very small. So maybe you're interested in bondage and you've seen 50 shades of gray and you've seen someone you tied up and hanging from the ceiling. That was cool. You don't have to start there. You can just be like, Hey, when we're having sex, could you grab my wrists and hold them over my head for a minute? Uh Like that's a good starting point. Then how did that feel? Do you want to do more of that? Is that okay? I tried that and I don't need to do more of that. If you like having power over someone, Hey, could I ask you to undress and tell you each step how I want you to do it? Like it doesn't have to be, you know, shouting commands and a big complicated thing. <laughs> right. Just do a little bit. You know, maybe do a little bit of spanking if you think maybe I'd like to try some pain. 
just just little things dialing slowly you know you're hopefully going to be with this person for the rest of your life mm-hmm. you don't have to do every single thing tonight it, it yeah. is a long game and it is something we venture further and further in as we go. And then we all kind of find somewhat a comfort zone, but then typically one person probably wants to keep pushing that mm-hmm. either slowly or strongly mm-hmm. as, as it goes. Okay. So be, before we wrap up this segment, I, I do have one thought that came to my mind because we talked about the idea of the safe word um, and the, all the idea of the communication, but there's also because one of the things and just some of the stuff I was I was coming across earlier and hearing you guys talk is is how do you guys incorporate some of the boundaries if you will that that people may have and relationships may have when they're entering into this is there a difference between what we've talked about and that word because that's something I think that matters oh yes most definitely so one thing we talk about some terminology we use is the idea of limits like a limit is something I don't want to do Okay. And it can be helpful to talk about a hard limit, which is I don't ever want to do that. Okay. Like, I don't ever want you to hurt me on purpose. Or a soft limit, which is I don't feel ready to be tied up. Like I don't think I would like that, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Like I am open to having that conversation at some point in the future. Okay. Well, that that's also describing kind of how we get into this whole thing anyway with sex. Mm-hmm. Of I want to, I think I want to test this out. I'm not quite sure yet, but mm-hmm. Give me a little bit of time to wrestle with it further. And then I think it's imperative. To, and I'd love to hear you guys' thought on this too, actually. What do you do with the person that's raring to go wanting to keep pushing it, whereas their partner isn't? Because we've been talking about the one that isn't at this point in a lot of the ways, because they do control mm. some of the sway of what happens. Because if it's consensual participatory acts, you kind of have to have them on board. Yeah, a, a key thing we tell people uh, is to, it's better to end with everyone wanting more than to end a date or end a sex time having sex where people are like, oh, I wish I hadn't done that. Okay. So it, it's, yeah, it, 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 particularly when people are new to this, there's so much enthusiasm and so much, if you're the higher desire partner, as mm-hmm. it were, um, you're like, oh my goodness, I, I really want to experience all the things I've been fantasizing about forever. And reminding him, this is a long game, you know, start, start with a thing. And then if you and your partner, when you're done, you're both like, wow, I love that. I wish we hadn't stopped. That's where you want to be. Okay. That's the healthy place to be. And then you try a little bit more next time. Okay. But yeah, it's a hard one because yeah. there's, and again, just like sex, you may be in a marriage where one person really, really wants to have sex all the time and one person doesn't want to have much, much at all. And they can be loving, communicate well, but it's still going to be hard. Like That's mm-hmm. a tough situation. And I'm guessing that's you know, a frequent topic on your show. Yeah, we, we, we try to tackle desire differences multiple ways because it is one of those things that's unavoidable in marriages. <laughs> so, yes, yep. because, because one of you wants something a little differently than the other. And we usually see that as a wrong stance and a right stance. And it just depends on which one you occupy as to what the label is. Yep. Um, Even if it's Chinese food, <laughs> there, there is a difference there. Now yep. you're meddling, smarty pants. Okay, you're going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, so... Um, before we wrap up this segment, I would, I would love for anybody that's listening in the nation that wants to find more of you guys or 
anything else that they could, can you, can you, how can they find you and what would be the easiest way? So we teach with an organization called Full Circle Kink. So fullcirclekink.com okay. that lists our classes. Um, it has some, some links to other information. You can also reach us just um, tornus at fullcirclekink.com or smartypants at fullcirclekink.com. Okay. We love talking about this. We'd love to answer questions. Perfect. And I'll put all that information in the show notes. So that way, anybody that's listening to this while driving, don't write that down. That's that's yeah. dangerous work right there. Uh, let's all be safe. But so that'll be there. And so Tornus and Smarty Pants, I can't thank you enough for the conversation thus far. And um, excited to have you spend in one more segment with me at, uh, after the break. Thank you for having us. It's been a pleasure. Yes, definitely. Well, what stands out to me, Pam, is we all are somewhere on this continuum or journey mm-hmm. when it comes to our sex lives and our and our living mm-hmm. in a vibrant life and exploring what it is I'm interested in and mm-hmm. who I am in the in the explore exploration of it. Right. And I think the hope would be from the conversation with Tornus and Smarty Pants today and the willingness that we've had all throughout the years of SMR is we need to have good conversations about them, some things. Mm -hmm. Even if it's like, I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. But at least we can be informed. Mm -hmm. And I think we're better off by making those kinds of decisions from good information of, yeah, this applies to me or, nope, I'm glad I learned about it, but nope, then we're still good that way. Right. Because then you're really believing what you believe. Right. And that's what we want to have happen in marriages all across the globe. I agree. Is to help people enhance who they are, who they want to be, and have better conversations mm-hmm. accordingly. Well, this has been Sexy Marriage Radio. If we left something undone, or you've got questions and you want more information, let us know. 214-702-9565 or feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. So wherever you are, however you took some time out today to spend it with us, thanks so much, and we'll see you again next time.